I'm Danny, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hello, hello. Happy day, neighbor. Happy Monday. Happy Moon Day. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. If this is your first time at that witch podcast and your first Moonday Musings, we are so happy to have you here. I'm so glad that you found us. And I really, really hope you enjoy your time here today and get some value out of today. If this is not your first time and you are a regular neighbor in our neighborhood, Hey, and welcome back. I'm so, so, so happy to have you here. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door. And uh, I'm very, very excited to be your cosmic guide this week. I am even more excited to tell you that I'm moving. So while you're listening to this, it's uh, this episode is being released on Monday, May 15th. And if you're listening to this on that day, I have officially, officially begun the long journey with my family, the huge trek from Colorado to New Hampshire. We are driving. It is a 30-hour drive approximately. <laughs> it is just over 2,000 miles and um, we couldn't be more excited. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's going to be plenty, plenty of hardship, you know, difficulties, challenges that pop up, but um, we're so excited. I honestly love driving with my husband. That's one of always been one of our favorite things to do. And um, the truth is we've never been on that long of a road trip together. Uh, We've done like little mini Colorado road trips, you know, a handful of hours long, but uh, not crossing states together in the car. So I'm really excited. We are caravanning out there with my mother and father-in-law, my my daughter, of course, Blair, and my dog, Tootsie. And Toots does not love being in the car. So send us, please send us all the love and good vibes, especially to Tutsons. She could really, really, really use the good energy and the, and the comfort. We got her, we got her set up to help make the the ride more comfortable for her. And, um, I honestly think by the second or third day, she's going to get used to it. It's going to be okay. She's an older, she's an older one. She's, she's just over eight years old and, um, forever my puppy. (laughs) And yeah, so send her all the good vibes, but I'm sure we're honestly just overall going to have a blast. So what this means for the neighborhood and podcasting is I really, I really don't want to take a full break and step away. I'd really love to continue connecting with all of you throughout the next few weeks. And I have to be super realistic about my time and my energy and my my capacities. So what we're going to be doing is I'm going to still see you every week over the next several weeks. But for right now, we're just going to be on Moon Day, okay? So I really want to show up. I know how much 
Moonday Musings means to so many of you um, at the start of your week, and it's a part of your weekly ritual. And quite frankly, it's a part of my weekly ritual. I really, truly love recording these episodes for all of you. So um, we're still going to drop Moonday. We're still going to be keeping them pretty short, short as the Gemini Mars can. Me, I'm the Gemini Mars. (laughs) uh, So we're going to try and still keep them pretty short, but still drop them. And basically through the end of May, okay, over the next couple of weeks, it'll just be a moon day episode. And then we'll, we'll see how things are going in June. If things go according to my plans as of right now, (laughs) while I'm recording to you, which you never know. Uh, but if things go according to plan, then I should be back to, uh, recording a couple episodes and, um, and we'll pick back up. But bear in mind that we're going to be temporarily living somewhere while we find a house and buy a house. My husband's going to be starting his his new job next week and things are going to be so different. We're moving time zones, you know, relatively significantly. Like we're moving two hours later. So it's going to change a lot of things for us. So I know that I have all of your love and your support and your understanding, and I'm so grateful for that. So I'll keep you updated along the way. At the very least, podcast isn't going anywhere. And at the very, very least, we'll do um, we'll do a Moon Day episode every week, even if that's how we kind of got to carry ourselves through June. That's no big deal. I don't think we'll have to do that. But I also like to overpromise myself. <laughs> to the neighborhood because I love you guys so much. And this happens where weeks later, I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have promised to do that. And I probably should have thought of things more about, you know, me as a human being and what I can actually accomplish. So, um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do for now. You'll still see me here for moon day. We're still going to keep it pretty short. Um, and that means It's time for our weekly self-check-in. If this is your first moon day, what we do is at the top of the week every week, we just do a little breath work together because it's way too easy to get distracted and busy and have to rearrange things. Um, And what are some of those first things that we blow off or we, we push to the side or sweep under the rug for ourselves or we keep putting on the back burner? our mindfulness, our our grounding, our, our cleansing and our, you know, those basic energetics, those basic mindfulness practices that really, if we can build the habit of even doing them for a very, very, very short amount of time regularly, it doesn't even have to be every day. I always tell people, I'm like, you know, I know it sounds easy to say I'm going to meditate for five minutes every day. It's so easy not to do that. So break it down a little bit more. What if we checked in for just a couple of minutes once a week together every single week? So that's the idea of our self-check-in at the top of the episode today. So what I want you to do is I want you to kind of loosen up a little bit, roll out your shoulders. You can adjust your legs, whether you're sitting or standing, um, getting yourself into a position that feels nice and evenly distributed. You feel grounded and centered. If it's safe or you feel called to close your eyes right now, you can totally do so. Today, my hands are kind of resting on my thighs. 
I'm also using a really cozy electric blanket right now. So my hands are nice and toasty laying on my lap. (laughs) So if you're ready, I want you to go ahead and start taking some nice deep breaths at your own rhythm. (sighs) Just activating your lung space, kind of opening up your airways. bringing your awareness to the present moment. And together we're going to do a nice deep inhale. Go ahead and breathe in. Exhale that all the way out. Another nice deep breath in. Exhale a little longer. Make this last one count. Big breath in. And let that out. (sighs) If there's any areas of your body or even of your mind right now, that are feeling really tense or overextended, overactivated. See if you can breathe a little bit of calming to those areas. Maybe there's another part or area of your body or your mind that's calling out in a different way and it's calling out from a place of feeling a little bit neglected, a little bit forgotten. Maybe you could send a little bit of extra love and nourishing energy to those areas right now. Whatever you need, kind of let your intuition sweep over your body and your energetic field, again, your mind, your spirit, your physical self, and allow yourself to just breathe in what is necessary for grounded presence in this moment, even if it's just for a little short time that we're here together today. Before we step into our episode, I want us to remember that we're opening ourselves up to divine messages from the cosmos that are here to help us on our journey, not to punish us and hinder us. We always want to step into the forecast with a nice open mind and a grounded heart. Ah, Hello. If you didn't already open your eyes, you can open your eyes now. Um, Let's see where the moon is at right now, because let's see where our feels are at this week. Once we do the self-check-in, you'll find that typically you're you're much more aware of your just general state of being and and feelings um, once we do that nice moment of presence like that. So this is exactly why I love to shift and transition into the moon scope for the week. Right now, uh, the moon is in Aries. The moon moved into Aries a couple hours before I released the episode for today. So the moon is officially in Aries and will be there until Wednesday when it moves into Taurus. It'll stay in Taurus all the way 
to Friday in the earlier morning hours, depending on where you are in the world. Um, for me, for my local time, it's going to be kind of early in the morning. It might be mid or later in the day for you. It might even be Friday or sorry, Saturday, the, the 20th, uh, to, to our neighbor's all the way across the world. Um, we've got our new moon in Taurus that's going to be happening at 28 degrees. So uh, right at the tail end of the Taurus journey, we'll have our new moon. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And after that, the moon will then move into Gemini and stay there until Sunday evening when the moon will move into Cancer and we'll technically round out our week in Cancer. But you might be, depending on your your location, your week might be rounding out with the moon in Gemini. Um, We've got a lot. We've got a lot to get to. When it comes to the moon scope, I want you to take a look in your chart where the moon is going to be transiting this week. Pull up your chart, look at Aries, Taurus, Gemini, and Cancer, okay? Moon will start in Aries and move all the way through Cancer, Take a look and see what areas of your chart this is happening. Are you is the moon gonna gonna meet up with or aspect any of your natal planets? And also take a look at what houses the moon will then be transiting through for you so you can kind of see where your emotional focus will be most centered this week. Now, before we jump all the way into the cosmic forecast for this week. We have to thank our lovely episode sponsor who's bringing us our Moonday Musings episode today. So thank you so much to Sister Yarrow. I I just love so much that we've had the opportunity to support Sister Yarrow um, and that Sister Yarrow has been supporting us and sponsoring our Moonday Musings episodes. Sister Yarrow is uh, formerly Paragon and Bone, a local company here in the heart of the Rocky Mountains. Sister Yarrow connects you to earth and spirit through handmade, one-of-a-kind pieces inspired by nature and all things magic. So I've been purchasing personally uh, items from owner, creator, Madeline Greason for years now. And, And quite honestly, I can tell you that her intention from the materials used, her techniques, everything in her collections are of incredible quality. This is the work that you get. This is the craftsmanship you get when a witch is making, (laughs) when a witch is making handmade products for you. From jewelry to candles, home goods, clothing, accessories, you will not, I promise you, you will not have a problem finding perfect items for yourself to adorn yourself, to adorn your space. And quite honestly, Sister Yarrow is hands down just one of my all-time favorite places to get gifts for friends and family. I can always find such unique 
crowd-pleasing items for my favorite people in my life, especially not just my witchy people in my life, but especially for the people kind of being called to the spirit, the spiritual and the, the esoteric areas of life. I definitely, definitely love gifting Sister Yarrow items to all of my crystal lovers, all of my friends that are really difficult to buy for because they always just have the coolest, most unique stuff. You need to you need to check out Sister Yarrow. I promise. And right now, uh, when you go to sisteryarrow.com, you can use code that witch for ten percent off your purchase today. Um, you can also follow Sister Yarrow on all social media platforms, and you absolutely want to make sure that you are subscribed to their email list because these are handmade, unique, one of a kind pieces. Being on an email list for small makers like this, and then they're able to give you those early access codes or drop product releases sooner to you, that can make all the difference in the world. So you absolutely want to make sure you go to sisteryarrow.com and subscribe to their email newsletter. And while you're there, get something really nice for yourself. Get something really nice for somebody you love. Use code THATWITCH for 10% off of your purchase at checkout. Again, that's sisteryarrow.com. Use code THATWITCH for 10% off of your purchase at checkout. Thanks so much, Sister Yarrow. We sure love you so much. All righty. And this brings us into our forecast for the week. We've got a very interesting week. This was kind of a interesting, uh, some inter- interesting interactions, I guess is the best way I would say it. We know that, like I said, the moon is starting off in Aries and tomorrow morning, uh, Jupiter is going to be moving into Taurus. Not long after that, the following day on Wednesday, the moon will then move into Taurus. And this is giving us some really cool flavor, I guess. And this is why I found it to be intriguing. So Jupiter in Taurus is, hmm, it's easy to look at Jupiter in Taurus and go, wah, wah. Uh, It's easy to do that when Jupiter goes into any earth sign. And that's because Jupiter is a very boundless expander. And when we put it into an earth sign, we automatically are giving Jupiter some physical limitations to work with. But notice the way that I worded that. It's super, super easy during Jupiter in an earth transit, okay, in an earth sign. It's easy for our perspective, and I want you to keep in keep this in mind during this, this nice long Jupiter in Taurus cycle, okay? Jupiter is in a sign for roughly or approximately a year at a time, okay, just to give you some reference. Um, it's really easy while while Jupiter is in Taurus to feel particularly attached to your limiting beliefs, especially the ones that kind of almost trick you into feeling like they're keeping you safe and keeping you protected because this is a really strong value of Taurus. 
we have to, when Jupiter goes into Taurus, it provides us the opportunity to kind of examine this for ourselves, to examine our limiting beliefs and take a look and see, hmm, this really truly is something out of my control that I, it's, a, it's a genuine barrier that I cannot get through. But this, maybe you're looking at it, but this, am I still believing this because I've just believed it for so long about myself. This is really an important lesson. And here's where the the forecast gets interesting. That's just kind of Jupiter moving into Taurus. We then have, let's see here. First, Jupiter is going to move into Taurus on Tuesday, the 16th, tomorrow. Okay, that's going to happen in the, uh, like, midday. Then, when the moon moves into Taurus the next morning, right after that happens, the moon's going to form a conjunction with this Jupiter who's just freshly moved into Taurus, okay? And later on that same day, that same evening, Jupiter will square Pluto. Remember from a few moon days ago, I might've even said this more than once, actually. I think so. Uh, because Pluto's currently at zero degrees of Aquarius, and actually because it's retrograde, it's actually going to dip back into Capricorn not that long from now. But because it's at this zero degrees right now, um, and it'll be at zero degrees for a little while, every single time a planet changes signs, um, we have this opportunity that it's going to aspect Pluto, which is really fascinating because it's this. Pluto is hard to forecast. You can see some of the short-term events during Pluto transits and Pluto aspects, but they are so long-lasting. There are so many long-term effects from Plutonian transits, which is why to me, every single time I see Pluto involved in an aspect I'm I'm automatically interested. My eyebrows go up. I try to really anchor into that open mind and grounded heart concept, okay? I really try not to look at Plutonian transits as, oh shit, transits. Because I can promise you that if you look back at past Plutonian transits, yeah, you're going to find some deep and dark shit that you've been through or that humanity's been through. You're also going to find some of the most empowering and transformative shit that you've been through or that humanity's been through. So, so open mind, grounded heart, keep that in mind. When I kind of put all these things together, Jupiter moves in Taurus, then it's conjunct our, our feelings and the moon, and then it squares off with Pluto all in a very concentrated amount of time. And then just a couple days later, we'll have our new moon in Taurus. Got a lot of Taurus themes and lessons and events going on uh, that are taking place this week and definitely, definitely rippling out into the future a bit. So I really want you to think about these themes of Jupiter and Taurus, because I think that they will serve well through all of this Taurus energy, okay? Because there's quite a bit of it right now. 
and it will be for a little while. I want you to think about your ability to envision for yourself, to allow yourself to tap into your potential. And when I talk about vision, you don't always have to sense things in like a pictorial way. It doesn't have to look like an image in your mind. It can also be a sense. These can also be intentions you have for yourself. And I don't want you to only limit yourself for safety and security, like Taurus can be a little too comfortable with. I also don't want you to blow up and be impatient and force through barriers that are actually there for your protection in the first place. This is a very, very good time to ponder and be thoughtful and practical, then make a move. Ponder, be thoughtful and practical, make another move. Okay. Um, that's a wonderful way to navigate through uh, Taurian transits. Now for our new moon on Friday, yes, this does mean we're not doing shadow chats this month. And I really apologize for that. Um, just a little too crazy, man. Just a little too crazy around here, but we'll definitely be back. Don't you worry. And I'm actually going to be living a lot closer to Ashley now. And I'm very, very excited to let you know that there will be some super fun things coming in the future for all of us in the both the goddess complex and starseed shadow universe and the that witch podcast, that witch next door neighborhood. Okay. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but when it comes to the forecast for this new moon in Taurus, so this is going to be happening at 28 degrees of Taurus Friday, May 19th. This is going to be 8.53 a.m. Pacific time, 9.53 a.m. Mountain time, 10.53 a.m. Central, and 11.53 a.m. Eastern time. I definitely want you, since we have such prominent Taurus themes right now, I definitely want you, especially if you didn't already do it for the moon scope, I definitely want you to check out Taurus in your chart. Where is Taurus? Because there is a lot happening there right now. If you look at the new moon and Taurus chart, uh, we've got quite a big cluster in that general area right now. Okay. We've got Jupiter the North Node, Mercury, Vesta, Uranus, and of course the Sun and the Moon forming that new moon aspect. Okay, we've got a lot happening in Taurus. Take a look at where this is happening in your chart. Ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself how you live now to get to where you want to be later and keep an eye out for any self-sabotage patterns that you know you have. It's a wonderful time to put some practical goals in place to work through those. And then let's see here. What exact day is that? 
And then right after that, we have Mars moving into Leo on Saturday and the sun moving into Gemini on Sunday. We have a lot of shifts. And this new moon happening at those final degrees of Taurus are a great time to, like I said, implement any of those intentions. Small and practicals is a really great way with Taurus. Small practical ways to start working through some of the the patterns or habits that you have that are keeping you in a self-sabotage cycle so that Mars moving into Leo and Sun moving into Gemini feels like a really opportunistic time for you. When we step into this new cycle, I don't want you to be afraid to show off a little bit and light yourself up, okay? And things are about to get real chatty and real social with the Sun moving into Gemini. And I think that showing up wholeheartedly as your best authentic self is a wonderful way to start off this Gemini season. So without further ado, I think that's plenty of messages from uh, the forecast itself. Let's see what the cards have to say when it comes to our celestial magic that we just all talked about with each other and conjured with one another. So I'm pulling two cards if you haven't taken a look already, you can, of course, pull up today's Cosmic Quickie email, which is going to have a picture of today's card pull in it for you. Mm-mm-mm. Very telling. If you're already looking at this, I want you to, right off the bat, look at these cards as opportunity for bringing about more balance and harmony for yourself because there's definitely some, some imbalances. Definitely some imbalances right now. And we've got two spirit allies that came out for us. All right. And not just two spirit allies, we have two goddess allies that came out, which I think is really really fascinating, the imagery. So first of all, this is such a cool reading. Okay. First of all, we've got temperance reversed. So again, we're out of balance. We'll get back to that in one second. Temperance reversed. Then we've got Oshun and Eos. This is really, really stunning imagery. First of all, temperance, we've got Archangel Gabriel, I believe. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Is this Michael? I'm not as educated in my archangels as I should be, but I believe that temperance is Archangel Gabriel. Yep, Archangel Gabriel. We also have this goddess energy coming through. So we have a lot of energy around higher divinity coming through right off of the bat. We have this very angelic, high seat, high court of the divine and deities, the ranks of deities, okay? So in just right off the top, just in general, I swear the the most overarching theme and message we're getting right off the bat is tapping into higher self 
And quite frankly, whatever this looks like for you. This is one of the beautiful representations of divine beings like angels and gods and goddesses. Especially as modern practitioners, it's so important that we let ourselves kind of live by and create our own rules when it comes to our relationship with these beings, you know, bearing in mind our energetic basics, uh, boundaries and safety, all those kinds of things, but not limiting ourselves to, to our connection directly to and of these beings. These cards are reflecting at us that you are divine. When you talk about calling on your guides, when you talk about calling on your angels, when you talk about calling on your ancestors or your gods, that is a call, that is a line you pick up from within yourself. And it's something we see a little too externally. as within, so without. And getting temperance reversed here, my friend, someone's trying to remind you of that because I think you've been forgetting. Someone is trying to remind you as within, so without. This is within you. Let's hear what these absolutely stunning goddesses have to say to us today. And let's start with Oshan. I honor my uniqueness and self-worth. Well, 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 sounds like right off the bat, (laughs) right off the bat, it's already supporting exactly what's coming through from this temperance reverse. The Yoruba West African goddess of water, fertility, and love, Oshan is often depicted in gold and a yellow dress. She is known to represent all that is pleasurable in life, as well as the embodied awareness that time is precious and we must love and honor ourselves. The message that Oshan relays is that it is important to stand your ground and understand your worth. Know that you are the only one who can give yourself true approval and that it's okay to put your opinions and feelings first. Do not get weighed down by the voices of others who may be intimidated by your presence. If you are acting out of love and with respect for others, then you have no reason to let others speak less of you. Stand tall in your beauty and your uniqueness. Remain confident in yourself, speak up for yourself, and keep your head high. Journal prompt, and I love this one. I want you to list a few favorite things about yourself. Gorgeous. All right. And finally, Eos. I am worthy of my desires. They're just freaking mic dropping us today. The Greek goddess of the dawn, Eos, is a bringer of light and new beginnings. Draped in robes of saffron with wings to carry her through the sky, Eos is said to have been responsible for opening the gates of heaven each morning to let the sun in. She is also the sister of Helios, the sun god, and Selene, the moon goddess. While Eos is the perfect reminder of starting each day fresh and new, 
She also has a wild energy about her and an unquenchable desire. Let her inspire you to look at your life with fresh eyes as you explore your own desires. Whether it's romantic or dreamy, reigniting your passion can be rejuvenating and enlightening in an, in an entirely new and unexpected way. Let yourself explore all the possibilities and see where you end up. Journal prompt. What do you deep, deeply desire? Deeply. <laughs> what do you deeply desire? Oh, those goddesses came through and Mike dropped the shit out of us. You are divine. You're divine. Your higher self is like, knock, knock, knocking right now. Hi, I'm part of you. I'm here. I am not so far away. I think that's really what you're being reminded of is how much closer you are to your divinity than you're letting yourself realize. Really, really keep this in mind. Beautiful message. Beautiful message for our cosmic forecast this week. I really, really love this one. Oh, thank you. Thank you for everything, for spending your time with me today and every week. Just so grateful for such a loyal and, and regular neighborhood that comes to me and says that these episodes are actually helping. Um, that means the absolute world to me. I would really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it if you would do me a favor. Um, it's so important to all of us that we continue growing and supporting this beautiful neighborhood of ours. I would be so grateful if you would share today's show or our podcast with a friend that you think would benefit from this or enjoy it or learn something from what we do, you could share us on social media or just text the link to this episode to a friend. It, it really, really helps us out a lot. And if you haven't already, you can definitely leave us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That also greatly, greatly increases our reach as well. Um, I'm just so grateful. Uh, we will be back next week for more Moon Day. Uh, don't forget, by the way, be submitting your paranormal stories to me. I have not forgotten about that. Um, I'm actually kind of excited to extend the submission like this a little bit because um, I'm really, really excited to share all those with you. And we very well may just do its own episode of that because I want to share all the goodies with you that I'm getting. So if you haven't already shared with me your paranormal experience or the experience you like your friend had or somebody you know had or cool local myth or legend in your town, like I would really, really love to hear it and read about it on the show. Uh, I think that we'd all have a ton, ton of fun with that. And that's one of the things I'm so excited about moving to New England for is a brand new area of history that I've never really, you know, dove that, that in depth to. So thank you so much for your support. I'm traveling across country with my family. It means the absolute world to me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. I hope that all of you have a beautiful, beautiful time. Make sure you stay safe this week. I hope that you get to have some fun and stay magical out there, my friends. Thank you.
so much for listening. If you enjoyed that witch podcast today, I would be super, super grateful if you would take a moment to head over to Apple or Spotify and leave a rating and review. It really helps to support the show. Or if you just have a friend that you think would enjoy what we're doing, what we're talking about here, you can just share the show with them as well. Now, if you yourself like what you're doing here and you want to get more into the magic of the neighborhood, I highly recommend checking out my monthly membership, That Witch School. It's kind of like a witchier, more interactive uh, style of Patreon subscription where you can enroll at a tier level that fits your lifestyle and budget. You can get instant access to all of the bonus content that we've already done, as well as all of the future amazing to come bonus content that we'll be doing in the future together. There's exercises for strengthening your intuition. There are loads of resources for studying astrology and learning your birth chart. We've got guest workshops, bonus episodes, exclusive discounts, and so much more. My full-time students also get exclusive access to Mighty Networks, our private online community platform, which is basically like a way better and way more magical social media platform with a bunch of really cool people like you that just want to learn from and support one another on this witchy spiritual journey. If this sounds like something that you would really enjoy, head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash enroll and explore the tier level of that witch school that would fit you today. Now, if you have any questions after the episode today, any inquiries, show suggestions, anything you'd like to share with me, you can head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. Remember, I'm just always right next door. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next episode.